Well, hello, hello, and welcome to A Fistful of Truth. Today is Monday Matters with the lovely Maria Bernardis, and we are here reporting from New York and California. Welcome, Maria. Hi, Jalara. Very excited to be here from sunny, sunny New York City. <laughs> I see. We both have no control over the uh, my the lights about to come in here too, folks. So you'll yes. see us get blinded by the light. But light is yeah. better than dark, so we're good. We're in the light. Exactly. <laughs> we are light, Jalara. We are light. Can we can we do the shameless plug because <laughs> this is just. Been, <laughs> <laughs> this has been going on. Um, I <laughs> so Maria. First of all, Maria sent me this awesome shirt, um, Agape, as you can see, and uh, she has on the Merkaba one. Maria, I, I I think you people can. There we go. We can see it. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we uh, had a meeting the other day, and I I didn't realize. I, I just like the shirt, so I put it on, and I'm like, oh great, I'll wear Maria's shirt. And we had somebody else at the meeting, so Maria shows up wearing the same exact shirt. So we're both wearing the same shirt. It was kind of cute, but it looked like we had coordinated, you know. <laughs> it was hilarious, but it was actually really um, appropriate. And at some future point, you guys will see why, but we can't say yet. So yes, yes, oh, that was so funny. I was like, I cannot believe this is happening. Well, so these shirts are uh, from Maria's online store. And uh, can you please tell us where people can go purchase these, even though I will have a link in the, let me add an extra link. Yes, absolutely. Well, on your website, just, right? Yeah, pop onto my website at greekalicious, G-R-E-E-K-A-L-I-C-I-O-U-S dot N-Y-C. And I'll see uh, up the top a merchandise sacred geometry. Can I see the coffee cup too? Because I like it, the white coffee oh, cup. yes. That's really cute. Oh, oh I, yeah. So they can get it in, in any of the sacred geometry, but you know, I've got a mixture of everything and, and I've got one of these coming to you. Is that a, a mouse pad? Is it really? Cause I need a new one. Yeah. There's one coming to you shortly. I ordered one. For you. I have, I need another one. I have one. I have, to, I need another one because I'm using this other mouse. So yes, this yes. is my only one that I have. And I'm like, I need another mouse pad. I well, can't because I've already I just uh, I've got one coming to you. <laughs> Wonderful. Wonderful. Yes. Yes. All right. So, so today, today is uh, Monday Matters. And we're, uh, I'm going to let you go first. And we, we're going to, oh, I'm going to share some things with the audience after. So if, if I forget, because we tend I'll to remind you. I'll yes, remind you. Just remind me. <laughs> I'll remind you. Uh, yep, so uh, very exciting. So much uh, to report, um, uh, Delara. And thank you so much for posting today in your Telegram channel uh, some of the oh. items that I'm about to discuss. Oh, all thanks. So I'm you. going to start with the items which are, yeah, well, we, but you're posting it, so I thank you for that. So the first few items that I'm going to discuss. Uh-oh, we're a little frozen. People can find those also in my Telegram channel um under uh if you do a search on monday matters uh but the first thing that i wanted uh to discuss uh uh maria if you can see a this. couple of comments in relation to <laughs> frozen can you see me now yes i, I can, can see you now. i can <laughs> see you could you could you hear me could you i could, I could hear you I, <laughs> It's okay. We will get through it. We will. 
And I told you, my internet is perfect here. So it, 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 they're playing games with us. You together. know what it is. My internet is perfect too. I'm watching it. So it's. Uh, oh, okay. So I'm glad you, you could know what it is. hear me. Yeah. Oh, dear. So just a couple of things that I wanted to uh, to just uh, draw pe people's attention to is, first of all, thank you so much for that wonderful coverage that you did Saturday night on the uh, decode of President Trump's uh, rally speech. But there was just a couple of things I wanted to add to that that um, came to my attention. Uh, so the first two items, bang, 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 God said this is what's going on, is he was interviewed on RSBN yeah. uh, before he actually did that. his speech. Yeah. And the first thing uh, that came up is he kept going on about the Californian uh, petrol, uh, sorry, gas or petrol, as we call it in Australia, and to watch that. So what I got out of that is California is the $10 marker that we need to be looking at, not any other state. Mm -hmm. So I just wanted to flag that with people that California is the state and the gas price that we should be looking at in yeah. terms of when we will see something. Uh, the other one that he really, really stressed by passing um, is Taiwan and China is next, he said. So I just want to let people know that what we're seeing with the Ukraine and Russia uh, is going to follow in terms of the biolabs in Taiwan and being taken down. So if we think that this show of so-called war is over, uh, think again. You heard it here first, guys, with me and Delara. I'm sure people will repackage that, and, you know. And sell it to you. And, and, and sell it, but uh, you heard it here first. Um, so I just wanted to make those two points very clear that they came out. God was telling me that's what's going Ah, oh, freezing. All right, folks. I don't know, Maria, if you can see this. We have to have these pre On and on about Hollywood and the beautiful people. I, I got In that. the background. Yeah. Yes, yes, you got that. Uh, I got that he was referring to those shields that are paid yes. opposition and he's yes. basically telling to people um, almost like an acknowledgement that it had to happen for reasons, but that we should be aware and careful. So I wanted to say that. The other thing I wanted to say was he was alerting to seven years. Yes. He alerting to seven years. And he said the world is going to end there's a rise in water. So uh, pretty much seven years is when the significant things are, are going to happen. But also I think he's alerted to what's going to happen with the water, like in San Francisco and Florida. A lot of people have been discussing that parts of that is going to be underwater. So that would bring it to, seven, to, to 2029, which is not far from your 2030. It's not far from the 2030 date, I thought that you've been saying, uh, Delara. So really, he was validating a lot of stuff that you've said. The only other thing I just wanted to mention, and then um, uh, I want to proceed. Uh, again, the 2024, I agree with you, he told us. Uh, now we may need to have to run again. We may have to do it again. Uh, 2024, he kept saying. So you're right. I don't think we're going to see him any sooner. No. He, he kept saying it. The only other thing I wanted to ask you, he kept going on about June the 14th, his birthday and flag day. So I'm not sure whether something is happening on that day, either behind the scenes or in front. Anyway, I'm just putting it out there. Two things. 
one is the uh hold on june 14th uh, is the that was the day that he um walked down well it was the 16th i believe in 2015 when he walked down the uh, escalator uh, he came down the escalator on june 16th two days after his birthday in 2015 and announced that he was running and yes. uh, we can expect to see something like that again uh in 2023 uh a, a couple i don't think he would do it on his birthday because it's his birthday uh, yes. so he would take his birthday off to be with his family he wouldn't do it on father's day because he would take father's day off to be with his family so he would do it about two days after uh the 14th which would be the 16th uh this yes. year again i believe that would maybe be the case maybe it would be on his birthday who knows but uh, I believe that that would be one marker that he pointed to and then yes. he said it's going to be two years. So 2024, you're correct. And the yes, second, yes, yes. Uh, the second thing is uh, he and he also said or the guy said who was interviewing him, oh, we'll have to do this a third time. Mm -hmm. So three years, this is not another four year presidency. Um, and the other thing that it alluded to was what John D'Souza, D'Souza mentioned which had to do with the invocation of the Insurrection Act, which allows the president only 20, 20 months. months as of the date it is actually enacted. Um, and that would be somewhere around that date again, depending on when it was actually enacted, because what they say doesn't necessarily mean what what is actually going on because the enemy is also watching. So a lot of things are being done in secrecy, as we know, not the Insurrection Act being invoked, but everything else that's going on behind the scenes. Now, whether or not that is the case, that would mean that POTUS comes back into some kind of office this year, but whether it would be visible to the public eye, that's a whole other ball game. Um, yeah. I don't think that's going to be visible to the public eye because they need as much time as possible. You know, it's like uh, they're preparing for something and it's like you, you and I know what it's like to prepare for a case, even though yeah. you and I are organized and we're when we're done, we're done. You know, I'm not studying yes. up till the last minute when I know it. Yes, I yes, yes. But yes, these guys absolutely. are still in the process of preparing for the new republic. And I think that's what we're we're waiting for. But yeah, you're right on the money with President Trump. He's not going to be inaugurated till 2025. If it's going to be the same schedule of inauguration where we elect a president in November and he does, he has to take office 90 days. He takes office in January. That would mean January of 2025 is when you'll see DJT back in office in the new Republic. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with you, uh, Delara. And it, and if people really pay attention to the rally speech like we do, he's telling us. Oh, yeah. He's telling us over and right. over and over. Right. And sometimes I don't understand uh, why people are not, um, you know, getting that. And I keep saying, when is this happening? When is this happening? It's guys patient. They're not patient. patient. They're not, They're not patient. Still. You have to be still to hear God. And that's how you know everything. Yeah. But if you're not still, you're not, you got too much chatter going on. You're going to want instant gratification. That's not what this is about. You know, I, yeah. I get, look, I get frustrated too, Maria. There's days where I'm like, I can't believe this fucking show is still going on. But when you realize how many, how much trafficking and how much human slave trade has been going on, 
you know, a case took us years to prosecute in the DA's office when we found out there was somebody killing and pillaging women and raping children and burying them. That took years. There might have been only four victims or two victims or one. This is millions of people. Millions. Same as text cases. Same as text cases. Some of them went on and on. Um, and, and this is what people, uh, you know, don't appreciate. Um, you cannot clean up, as we've said before, thousands of years of crap in a matter of two years. It takes a long time. So anyway, so that's all I really, um, you know, wanted to say to that. Um, you know, just some of the, the main points. So your coverage on Saturday was fantastic. So uh, thanks for that. That was just some other well, thank you. kind of add-ons. Yeah. I love it. Thank <clears throat> you. Yeah. So now coming on uh, to, to New York City, New York, New York, Frank Sinatra. <laughs> that song keeps going in my mind. Oh, dear. So this is in relation to uh, the footage uh, that people can actually view the first half that I'm about to uh, discuss and actual experience and what I see with my own eyes. So the first thing I wanted uh, to let you know, Delara, is on Saturday, um, the weather was so horrendous here. The snow was, oh my God. I couldn't believe it. I had to look twice when I saw that. I said, she, she said, I looked at it and I'm like, snow? I'm like, did she just yes. say snow? And, and rain. rain. Not only that, the winds, I have not experienced, like I've been in this apartment and I'm coming on to three years. I thought those windows Saturday night were actually going to cave in. Pop off. Not only that, for the first time, uh, Delara, I could actually hear strange sounds up above. They were really loud. And I thought, oh, my God, um, I can hear. So I'm telling you, they were masking some sort of machinery, call yep. it, call it a, a aircraft, uh, sorry, UFO, which I think is what it was. It did not sound like aeroplanes, helicopters. Nope. You could not fly a helicopter with those winds no. anyway. No. Uh, or an aeroplane with these uh, winds, I'm sorry, uh, that would just collapse. And, it and sounds like anti-gravity craft. Yes, yes. I've heard anti-gravity yeah. craft before, and that's it feels and sounds like it. Yeah. So yeah. I wanted to say, and then uh, come today, it's just beautiful spring day. So this is like I know. Look at it. It's like you're in the sunshine. I'm the sun, and then it's like yeah. So this is proof, guys. This is proof. You you can see it. And not only that, I took a picture earlier on to show the weather, uh, because there was a lot of lines because there's a lot of spraying going on today just to show people that that was happening. Okay. So the other thing I wanted to say, which really shocked me on my street, Forty Second Street, between Seventh Avenue and Eighth Avenue. And of course, 7th Avenue is where Times Square is. So I'm saying just in that little strip there, uh, Delara, my goodness me, 50% uh, of the shops have closed down. I was in I shock, more have closed down and been boarded up. I was in shock. I was like, my God, what happened in a week? So now I'm noticing the shop closures uh, are starting to happen quicker. Huh. Uh, every week I'm noticing. It's, it's opposite here. They're all opening. Isn't that something? Well, I, I have to tell you, in my... There's closures, but all of a sudden, all these shops that were closed here, open. Uh, not not happening here. I know. This is permanent, boarded yeah. up. Stuff. Yeah, well, we have that too, but it's not... It, it's gotten better, is what I'm trying to say, instead of, I see, I see what you're posting. It's getting worse. Yes. Yeah. The opposite. Yeah. The opposite. The opposite. Um, yeah, anyway, not to mention a lot of people are starting to leave, and I'll explain why 
in a minute. Uh, there's a, max, a mass exodus happening again that's just started. Um, so another thing that I noticed and people will see on the actual footage is there is a lot of restaurants now saying temporarily closed. Huh. Um, and one of them was a beautiful Greek bakery that I used to go to. I was actually invited to the launch of the, uh, uh, the Greek bakery. I think it was like four years ago. And it's a very high profile, you know, Greek chef. So I went to the launch, whatever. And I thought I'd go past this, see what's going on. Oh, my goodness, we temporarily closed both their premises close to me. Um, so they're closing down. So there's a lot more closures happening. Uh, the other thing that's um, really concerning here is even though we now don't have the vaccine passport, a lot of the restaurants are still requiring it. Mm -hmm. uh, so what's happening is a lot of uh, people are rebelling. Mm. Sorry, I'm just getting uh, to my paperwork so I can get the actual uh, restaurant right because I've got it in another area. So, for example, uh, one particular restaurant in Greenwich Village called... Um, uh, Dame, which is a, uh, a seafood uh, hotspot, uh, people were so fed up that they stormed in there and said, we're going to come and sit down anyway. We don't care. We're going to eat. And uh, we're basically uh, calling, <laughs> calling, calling out and screaming, uh, you're discriminating and you're enforcing uh, Nazi mandates. Um, so some people are pushing back and saying, you know, en enough is enough. Can you imagine, so, though, real quick, I just have to say, can you imagine going to a restaurant and being that person who says enough is enough and sitting down and demanding to eat what kind of spit they're putting in your food? I know. And this was a group of people that forced them. So can I tell you this funny thing? It's funny. <laughs> I'm laughing when you're telling them. I'm sorry. It's just. <laughs> I'm just imagining. I'm, I'm telling you, I feel like I'm in a comedy show. Here. It's comedy. I mean, it's it's if we saw this, if we weren't from this planet and we were watching this shit, we'd be laughing our ass off going, look at these idiots. Yeah. Uh, you, you know why I'm finding it uh, funny, Dara? Because I've been here for many years, so I know what the people of New York are like. Right. And now I'm seeing them behave differently. Ah. So it's like, <laughs> what is going on? What's it's up like it's like a shock. It's like, no, it's kind of, a, I, I'm saying, is this candid camera? No. You know, it's, it's kind of, it, but it's not. I know. So just so people can understand, because some people are saying, I don't know what you find so funny, Maria. Uh, you know, that's been comments. It's I've crazy. Had. But it's like, what do you do, Delara? Do you go into deep depression? Like, hello. Is that what they want us to do? Because that's not going to happen. Exactly. So I just wanted to make that point for the people that have made those comments. Okay. Well, I, I, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so moving, moving right along. So very sad. I have to say, I, it's heartbreaking when I see, you know, temporarily closed on businesses, you know, all jokes aside. And especially this bakery, it was a beautiful concept from Greece. Very high-end, high-market. They had beautiful pies. And then they had beautiful salad bowls, Greek salad bowls, healthy stuff. So, you know, it wasn't rubbish food. And I was excited. But anyway. Now, now, the next thing I wanted to say is that uh, vaccine injuries, poison apple, I should say, injuries and deaths are very real. Delara, I have started speaking to people to get real life stories. So I'll just give you one example. I wanted to go to, uh, to you know, Bank of America to withdraw some money. And for some bizarre reason, the normal branch that I go to, I couldn't get in and my card got stuck. And then I thought, oh my God, let me just jab my card out and I'm going to go elsewhere. I gave up. 
Anyway, so then I walked all the way down 42nd Street to Fifth uh, Avenue opposite the New York Public Library. God wanted me to go there. That's why my car got stuck. So anyway, so I got in there no problem with the same car, doing exactly the same thing. Um, and, you know, I was smiling at the security guard that was inside and, you know, said, hi, ma'am, how are you? Anyway, cut a long story short, she said, oh, is that an Aussie accent? She said, I love Aussies, you know, she was African-American, beautiful lady. Anyway, I said, yes, after I withdrew the money, we started talking and we spoke for about an hour. So I was red pilling her and then I didn't realize she had taken the, the, the poison apple, right? I did not know and I was telling her about the stats and everything, oh my God. <sighs> And I could see this horrifying look on her face. Oh, no. And then she said, um, I'm going to confide in you. She said, I made a very bad decision and took it. Oh. And she says, I'm now praying to God. And if it, is, if it is his will for me to live, so be it. But if it's not, then... And we had a bit of a crisis. I'm sorry, I got emotional. Terrible. She was such a beautiful, beautiful soul. And then she was telling me how she's now having um, difficulties trying to uh, to walk ever since she's had that and stand. And she's a security guard. She's got to stand. But then she was telling me how her family's, uh, her family, sorry, lots of members that have taken her are now ending up in hospital with lots of different uh, conditions oh. and what have you. So what I wanted to say is um, some of these people, unfortunately, are now coming to the realization of truth and really all they're doing is turning to prayer. So there are some good people. There are some good people that are unfortunately are in this situation. I, I, and she was saying, and she was saying to me, look at the ego and all that. We were talking about the ego and how worse some people have gotten there and that everything's back to normal and it's not. So what I wanted to say is I am speaking now to people firsthand. So I'm actually engaging in dialogue from a distance uh, from people for, you know, my safety, of course. Uh, but but they're, they're so riddled with fear that they want you to be at a distance anyway, having a conversation. So it's very real. It's very real. People are dying. People are getting injured, uh, Delara. And I'm hearing firsthand stories, yeah, firsthand well. stories now. So I just wanted to, to say that, and uh, it was a very emotional day uh, for me. And I said to her what had happened, and she said, oh, she said, I think God made that happen with your card so you, that you can speak to me and help me. So it's interesting. It's so anyways, I comforted her. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. choices. Yes, yes, yes. But she's realized her choice was wrong, and she said, I'm prepared to face the consequences. I thought, how brave is that? You know, there may be a solution for those people with the proper intention in the future. Because if you believe in God, you know that anything is possible. Yeah. So you can't just rule out and say, okay, everybody whose job is going to get it. But a lot of people who are jabbed are probably going to get really sick and not make it. That doesn't yes. mean every single person is. And that's just the truth and the reality. Um, now the choice they made, that they can't take back because yes. that's how we learn in life. And my prayers are for every child of God who loves Amen. Father and goes to him and embraces Jesus Christ to make it through the storm, amen. 
I would love to see everyone do that. And we would have zero enemies and zero problems. But is that a reality? Absolutely no way. Because that's not how the world works. You have to have yin and yang. You have to have dark and light. You have to have it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I parted the conversation and I said exactly what you just said. I said, God's a very forgiving God. You're a, a woman of God. Um, and I said, you know, repent, seek him. And I said, uh, I know in my heart that um, uh, God will forgive you and I will see you on the other side. Amen. Is what I said to her. Yeah. So maybe I was there just to restore a little bit of faith and, and hope in her. because A message. All, you took a message. And, yes, yes, yes. Um, so anyway, so that was very emotional a uh, day after that one. Uh, so the next thing I want to say is it's interesting. A lot of those um, up the nose uh, test places are still everywhere. But no, no one. No, well, I'm seeing one person here, one right. person there, but no lines. Like before. Yeah. But let me tell you, give it a few weeks, they'll be lining up and I'll explain to you why in a oh, minute, yeah. because we now have a new variant coming up here in New York, which I'll discuss in a minute. So I'm, I'm telling you, it's getting crazy. Uh, the other thing I want to say, the streets are busier than ever. Mm -hmm. uh, peak fares are back. So there's signs everywhere, peak fares. Everybody now has got to pay. Um, and the full price. Buses are busy. I don't know about the trains because I haven't been uh, in the trains, but I, I do notice the buses because they pass me by. Um, and there is a small percentage still wearing the mask uh, that in a very much fear mode and some of them wearing two, three, oh my God, even in the building. <laughs> it's like, I love watching them. I don't know what <laughs> it is, it's like, oh, and uh, guys, that was the Virgin Mary and Jesus Christ is all I can say in Greek. Um, so the next thing I want to say, interesting, I walked into Whole Foods Bryant Park and I wasn't wearing the mask. So I thought, I'm just going to storm in. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, Maria's sneaky. <laughs> oh, the rebel. Don't stop the Greek. Don't stop the Greek uh, lightning. Um, so anyway, so he didn't say anything. And then I turned around just to pretend, you know, oh, maybe I made a mistake. I said, we don't have to wear masks, right? Oh, he said, oh, no, no, it's optional. He's optional. <laughs> the same guy who was giving people shit, right? Yeah. The same guy that was giving me crap, now it's optional. Now he's a different demeanor. <laughs> it's like a comedy. It's like you're watching a sitcom one week and then you go to the next episode. <laughs> It's the same dude, except he's just, oh, my God. He must feel really stupid sometimes having to enforce these things. Poor guy. Oh, I, I, I do. Look, I was very nice. And I sort of thank you very much. <laughs> I got excited. And then I'm up there, and some people are still wearing them. It's like, well, you know what? Whatever. But, I, you know. But anyway, so, and you know what? If I didn't film this stuff, Delara, at the same location, I wouldn't believe myself that this was actually happening. So anyway, so the other thing I, I wanted to say that even though the uh, poison apple um, uh, passport has been uh, abolished, uh, many uh, entertainment venues are also requiring it, not just restaurants. So for example, just here on 42nd Street, we have a squash court and they will not allow anybody to go into play squash unless they show their passport. So even some entertainment complexes are still requiring it, even though they should, 
it's been abolished and they shouldn't. So anyway, no words. That's all I wanted to say on that. <clears throat> Just on my street, um, I'm, I'm very fortunate. Well, not so much nowadays because I can't attend anything. But on 42nd Street, there's a lot of uh, theatres that have plays and shows uh, on my street. And I have one, you know, just, you know, 20 steps away from me. A new play, I couldn't believe it. Black No More. Oh, I saw that. I'm sorry. I, I cannot saw, believe it. I, I didn't know what to say. I couldn't believe it. I oh, my God. To Can you say it again for the audience? Because I just lost it. Oh, I was crying when I saw that. I was crying and I got interrupted by somebody. Black no more. Black no more. What and the then fuck? outside they have a Black Lives Matter sign. So I, I can't wait for that. Can I ask you what, really, in all seriousness, I have to gather myself here. What does it mean? <laughs> I just want to know what does it mean. <laughs> I need to step away. <laughs> you guys. I don't know what to say. You guys. <laughs> it's too much. She's referring to the musical. It says black no more. It's a play, it's a play, it's a playhouse. I know, I'm not. But what I'm trying to say, it's not very nice titles and not making very good statements. No, but like what so, the so even So even the shows, the new shows that they're creating, the titles are just like, I can't even, mind blowing. Can't even believe this. The stupidity is mind-blowing. The, not it, acceptable they're, they're going backwards we're going yeah. backwards we're going to shackles and chains is what we're fucking going to with the mask this is why i was upset i know yeah, i was really upset well, they're doing it to themselves it's like you know i speaking of which the self uh, i am going to show that clip uh at the end when when you're done we're going to talk about yeah. how it is that people have been this manipulated and become this stupid because there is a method to this madness, folks. It didn't just happen overnight. It didn't just happen with the millennials or the boomers or before that. It's been implemented and controlled and and shoved into our society by the three-letter clowns in America and all their little scummy digital assets out there. That's to all of them. So anyways, I'm sorry. Yes, yes, anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm true. Uh, look, you true. Have to, look, I have to laugh because I see this every day. Otherwise, I'd be sitting there crying. I'm telling you, I, I walk outside my door and this is uh, what I see. So at least I'm entertained. At least I'm entertained in this city. Uh, the next thing I wanted to say is uh, I was just testing my, uh, my antenna because I have an antenna to get free channels. And this ad comes up uh, with, um, uh, you know, some, some person from our health department here at New York City uh, saying that um, we now have what is termed a long COVID. Well, what? So if you're long, as in long line, long COVID, and if you're experiencing fatigue, you have long COVID. <laughs> so, 
you need to get, so you need to get the shot. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say to Lara. It's like, are people believing this? Is that really I mean, what they're the, calling it? Long COVID? Long COVID. And fatigue is one of the things. Like, hello, this is not very good because fatigue can be caused by a whole right. host of other things. And they're encouraging people if they have that symptom. Long COVID. Long so if you're just COVID. feeling tired because you were up drinking all night, the next day you can't wake up, you might have the long COVID. Is there a short COVID? <laughs> but but Delara, this is the ridiculousness. And I'm like, I'm watching this stuff. Like I actually um, uh, quickly took the second half and videoed it. And I put it on my Telegram channel because I could not believe what I was listening to. So it, it's there. Long COVID. This is a that. new thing. Okay. Well, it gets better. I've got another variant for you that's coming up here okay. in New York City. You need in a minute. But these are just the items of with my eyes that I'm seeing. So just uh, two more on that. The next thing I wanted to say is today I went to Wells Fargo Bank and I just wanted to see some of the, you know, charges and things like that. I was discussing uh, my account and he said to me, you know, if you want to do any international transfers or local transfers, you're looking at a 15 to $16 uh, charge, you know, to do the transfers and it will take a few days for it to happen. And I said to him, oh, I said, I thought the quantum financial system was in operation and not the SWIFT. So it, there shouldn't be any charge, I said to him, and it should be instantaneous. <clears throat> and he turned around and he said to me, he said, oh, no, we're using the SWIFT. But he got defensive with me. He said, we're only using the, we're using the SWIFT still, he said, only in Russia they have the QFS. And I said to him, are you sure, sir? Because the Bank of America, I did some transfers and they did charge me and it was instantaneous. And then he went all red and no comments. Okay. So they're I just thought they're not supposed to talk about it. I know that from an employee. Yes, yes, yes. But but his face was enough for me to know that yeah. it's operation. You know what I mean? The face. I was watching. Yeah. yeah, I was watching the face. I thought that was very interesting. Um, and also, I had to wear a mask uh, to go to the branch. So really? The banks, yeah, I had to wear it. They wouldn't. Um, and they've got that big uh, uh, screen, plastic screen between us happening. Uh, it's, yeah, it's really heavy duty uh, here in uh, New York City. Uh, so anyway, so I just want to say that. Can I, now, can I other... say something about the screen real quick? Yes, absolutely, you can. One of the girls that works at a local branch that I know outside yeah. of the branch told me she said they're going to keep the uh, they're keeping the screens up, and they're doing it in the guise of COVID, but they're actually keeping it up for security, and they're all bulletproof now. Oh wow! Okay. Interesting. I don't know if she's. I think she's. I mean, I don't think she's lying, but I think maybe if it's all branches, I don't know. But just thought I'd mention that. Yes. Yes. Well. Yeah, that's yeah. I can understand between the teller, but this was me sitting in a private room, so I could just put my hand around it and grab him, or yeah. But it's, nevertheless, it's interesting. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you don't know. You don't know. And and I could see that that would be correct because it wasn't normal plastic. Put it that way. Um, the next thing I wanted to say is I'm hearing a lot of people complaining about uh, gas. Uh, the rent rising, food costs rising. I have to tell you, the food costs 
have really are really rising every week till our I, I'm noticing okay it's the same my personal shopping everybody's complaining about the gas and some people are saying well We'll, we'll, we may have to just stay home. We can't afford, you know, That's to drive home or whatever. Yeah. So I just wanted to flag that. I'm hearing it now. When I'm walking the streets um, and, and so on. And not only that, I was speaking to, on the phone to Mama Jo, who has that breakfast car. Mm -hmm. And she was saying to me on the phone, she's going, Maria, I don't know if I can do this very much longer. She said, because my customers are now, have all gone home, which are the bankers, to work from home. So uh, that money's not coming in in terms of the sales. And then the petrol is kind of negating, the increase in petrol is kind of negating, and then the cost of the employee is negating. So I'm sitting here working for nothing. Um, do you know what I'm trying to say? So it's like, so she's tossing up, do I continue to do this? So I just want to say that's what's happening. Now I'm going into some of the key news. Uh, the first thing I wanted to say that one in five people here in New York City, I, I can't even believe this is happening, are considering this website called OnlyFans. Oh, I know about that. <laughs> Unbelievable. So for those that don't know, this is, I didn't even go to have a look, guys. I didn't even go. Uh, this is like uh, residents of the Big Apple are sharing kinky content on OnlyFans in order to make the rent payments. Okay. Can I give you some examples of how much the rent has increased just in two areas? So in Williamsburg, the rent for a one bedroom, this is in one year, has gone up from 2,600 to 3,600. That's a thousand dollars a month increase. Usually rents a $50, $100 increase, okay? We are seeing $1,000 plus increase. And I told you what our increase here was, where I'm sharing. It was ridiculous. I had heart failure uh, as to our increase, and it was like, my goodness me. Uh, it was, you know, it's a fair sort of chunk of change when everything else is increasing, and then you've lost your job, and you're not getting any interest. Anyway, uh, another one, Battery Park, which is not far if you walk down, uh, you know, the, the west side, west end here. Um, uh, so for a one bedroom, the rents in Battery Park have gone from 2750 to $4,950. Wow, that's huge. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Yeah, that's almost like 2000 What? I mean, yeah. So, so, what, so what we know, this is a month. Delara. multiply that out of a, you know so the increases that i'm noticing and i mean you can find all this online they're one thousand dollars upwards a month this is significant this is not you know well small. it's driving people out of the city i think what it's doing is it's driving people out of the city and there's probably a reason for that everything's orchestrated yes so let me tell you a lot of people there's a new i'm noticing in this building where i'm at because uh, we have like a common uh, board, bulletin board, and there's so many people moving out and posting their items really cheap. Mm -hmm. uh, brand new bed, $50. That's only 600 I mean, I've never seen so many items being put up on the bulletin board and so many people leaving. So I just wanted to put that out there that I am noticing this trend in my own uh, building. Uh, very interesting. So I just thought uh, I'd, uh, I'd say that. 
Now, the other thing uh, which is really concerning uh, to me is the mayor is refusing to remove the mask mandate uh, for kids two to four years old. So us, so everybody else doesn't have to wear a mask, but kids two to four still have to, and at school. I mean, none of this makes any sense. Well, it so, makes sense if you, you like adrenochrome. Think about it. It yes. makes sense if you like yeah, well, adrenochrome. Exactly. They want the kids. Yeah, they, yeah, want, the they kids. want the kids. Yeah. They want the kids. But anyway, I just thought I'd say that. And then, of course, I received a, a letter from the New York City Small Business Services. Not that they have anything positive to offer me. It was more or less uh, new announcements from our mayor, Adams. And, um, and again, he's making it clear that even though we don't need the, uh, um, the poison apple uh, passport, he's saying that he is allowing businesses to impose their own uh, vaccine mandates and mask mandate requirements. It's so, the same here. People are there, which is unconstitutional. But you know these things. Yes, it, this shit show is going to keep going till we get our POTUS back publicly. Yes. Yeah, so, I, so I won't go on. He goes through a series of things, but really he's giving the discretion uh, to businesses to do as they please, even though the general requirements have gone so it's like so inconsistent it's, it's inconsistent like, you can't even you can't the business policy does not supersede law exactly and the mandates and this, aren't law to begin with so everything's a, a bunch of poop and this is where i think a lot of businesses are going to have a lot of lawsuits i can't um, wait because those yeah, are the people that are basically uh, abusing their employees exactly Absolutely, abusive. as are all the restaurants as well. Yeah, they're abusing those poor poor waiters and bartenders everywhere. They're getting abused. And the chef and everybody. Back if you're, of house, if front you're of a house, bartender everybody. or a server and you're listening to this and you know somebody, when, you can't do this right now because you gotta wait till the system kind of levels out a little bit. You guys have wonderful lawsuits on your hands. So start documenting everything and don't call me or Maria because we're not taking clients like that. No, no I'm not in your area. Right. <laughs> just had to put that in there <laughs> yes yes but meanwhile uh here in new york city we have a new variant of omicron it came from china didn't you see <laughs> i'm well, serious they announced it's, it it's known as the ba2 uh and this is an offshoot so i'm quoting this is an offshoot ba2 this virus is an offshoot or sublineage of the Omicron variant that just has just started to sweep through New York State. So just New York State, this is ridiculous. Um, but it spreads 30% faster than its sibling, BA1, and is just as severe according to the World Health Organization. And it is, happens to be starting in New York State. Where is BA? What is where was BA1? What did that ever get announced or am I missing something? Uh, that, that was the uh, the uh, Omicron one, the first variant of Omicron. Okay. Now they're saying that the first variant of Omicron has become Omicron number two. And they're calling it BA2. Now, I don't know what the BA stands for. So we had Omicron. Now we've got Omicron 2. Bullshit um, Anonymous. That's what it stands yeah, for. Exactly. And they're saying, so again, I'm quoting. Uh, so it's doubling in proportion statewide every two weeks and represents about one in 10 sequence cases. 
Anyway, so this is uh, New York um, and possibly New Jersey. They're not naming any other state. So this is just more. So this is why I, I keep saying from the beginning of the year, Delara, I'm seeing that another lockdown's coming. It's, on it's again, inevitable. On again. It's inevitable. And it's supposed to happen. We've been waiting for this to keep going until everything, the Republic is restored. Ain't no Republic getting restored right now. We're still faking a Ukraine crisis because they're still dealing with, you know, a child trafficking yeah. and human slavery over there and uh, all sorts of other nastiness. So, well, you know, don't forget, as we've previously uh, discussed, Delara, we are covering, covering the letters of the alphabet. What's after the Greek Omri? alphabet? Yeah, what's after Omri? Omri so we have Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, as right. Revelation says. So after Omicron is P, Pi. We're waiting for Pi. So the next one is Pi. So there's eight letters hmm. after Omicron before we reach Omega. Omega. So we've got eight more letters. The next one is Pi. Well, we've got so, 24 more months or plus. We've got more yeah. than that. So exactly, exactly. You know, yeah. I, I I think this whole uh, like we talked about several times yeah. after this episode, the whole. Uh, we're going back to normal and they're all out celebrating their virtue signaling righteous self-righteousness that's going to come to a pretty damn quick halt yeah but yeah. but do you see that little things are happening to start getting us oh, yeah. this is the picture i'm trying to paint but you're not going to see that particular thing in the mainstream media unless you go onto the websites and say oh my god this is going to hit the mainstream media very soon the fake mainstream media yes all right, so the next thing I just wanted to say and just give a couple of examples, uh, the crime is just getting out of control. We had someone lighting fires uh, last week throughout Central Park. So the fire department had to keep running around Central Park to, uh, uh, you know, light out these fires. Uh, then we had this horrifying thing, and this is where people are starting to, to, to lose it. Someone went into the Museum of Modern Art and because he, they canceled, they revoked his $65 yearly subscription, he basically leaped over the counter and stabbed the two girls uh, behind the counter. Did he kill them? Um, they're not dead, but they were stabbed um, because he just had enough. How, how dare you revoke uh, my thing? So this is people on a very short fuse. And it could be whether, he, I don't know if he's had this. Um, I, I don't know. Maybe Most it's likely statistically yeah. most likely yes if yeah. i have to look at the stats yeah yeah or everything that's happening around is emotionally challenging people these last well if people years, are I freaking out and i don't blame them i mean i do blame them for stabbing people that's never right but they yes. are they are especially those that don't know but then again they rejected the knowledge so you got to go back to don't reject the knowledge yes exactly your hosea i think yeah in the Bible, yes. So the next thing I wanted to say, and this is very, very sad, there is um, uh, basically a serial killer going around and targeting homeless people and just shooting them randomly. So we've had five uh, in a few days uh, that have just been uh, shot and killed. Uh, and the mayor said, uh, this is what the mayor said. He's suggesting, he's saying, uh, get off the streets. I'm just quoting him. Get off the streets to avoid the serial killer and go where? Like, hello, it's like, I'm sorry. It's like, that's why they're homeless. Hello. But on another note, interesting. Uh, one of the roommates that I live here has a cousin 
that works in a hotel. I can't remember the name of the hotel or location because I didn't ask the question. Not that I don't know. She just didn't tell me and I didn't ask. But she said to me that um, as a consequence of uh, uh, COVID, they, they, they used the hotel to put all the homeless people in there. And she was asked to leave. Okay, so they didn't want any of the staff while they were there. She then said, well, can we come now um, back to my job, given that they're not in there? Okay, because then they moved them out. I don't know where they went. They moved them out. And now they're renovating that hotel. So what came to my mind, Delara, is I think that's what may have happened as well. I don't know. Could be, or it could be that there's um, uh, army people in there, maybe to the hotel where I was, where I can't get in to get my stuff. You know, the Marriott? Yeah, the Marriott. Some Marriott are being used by the military. That's what I've heard. Yes, yes. So I just want to say there's another scenario that was happening during COVID and now they're renovating those hotels because they were given money to do that and now they're given money to renovate them. So I just wanted to put it out there. If the military is using for something, uh, using something, uh, I believe they have to compensate somehow. Uh, for the use. There's a law. And I was actually reading about this. I just don't yeah. remember. Yeah. So that's very interesting that you bring that up. Uh, yes. You're probably yes. So that's, correct. Yeah. So that's our first hand uh, information there. Now, meanwhile, while everything is collapsing around here in New York City, our mayor Adams unveils this huge plan uh, to reboot NYC's post-pandemic economy. I'm not even going to go there. It's all BS. And he's dubbed it rebuild, renew, reinvent, and includes uh, just, you know, about a laundry list of about 70 uh, things that he wants uh, to do to boost uh, the economy, but we won't go there. I just think it's all ironic, um, hypocritical, whatever you want to call it. Now, on another note, uh, JP Morgan here in New York City, I don't even know how true this, this is, but this is what's been reported and I'm hearing. Um, they can't get staff. So they're basically now hiring ex-jailbirds because of the staffing shortage. So people from jail, ex-jail people. And I'm like, are you putting ex-bankers that were jailed now in these positions? They are also employing people with disabilities like autism. I think that's good. Well, that's good. Yeah. But but in terms of people with criminal records that have just come out of jail, I wonder I'm not quite sure I digest that. Yeah, because who are they employing? Are they employing criminal bankers? Exactly. Yes, yes. So anyway, so just out there, but they came out with the press release on this and announced it. You know what I'm trying to say? So anyway, I don't know whether it's... Didn't you have to be like... When I worked for the bank, I worked for a bank at some point uh, when I was much younger. Uh, I had to be like bonded and they did all these background checks and you couldn't be... You couldn't have anything wrong with you. But then again... <laughs> You know, we are living in these strange times where yes, <laughs> black no yes. more. <laughs> yes. I, mean, yeah. I, I don't know. Like, exactly. I mean, I remember I always had security checks done on me by, okay. you know, the HR department. And, and not only that, I then had to sign these long agreements. And criminal you know, background thing. checks and all sorts of people. I mean, they went into all sorts of things. They called it people you knew, people in your neighborhood that knew you as Yeah, neighbor. references. Re- yeah, you, got, exactly. like, you got really hammered, but it was good. Yeah. Because people talked, but people knew each other back then too. So yeah, I don't know. Anyway, on another note, uh, here at the New York Stock Exchange, uh, Pfizer has requested to be delisted. 
But then something very interesting happened. Um, they then uh, have another name uh, for their company. Let me get to that. Uh, C-O-M-I-R-N-A-T-Y, Comirnaty. I can't even pronounce it, I'm sorry. C-O-M-I-R-N-A-T-Y. So now they're going to register it in a new name. So I did some searches and I found that that particular name uh, appears um, on the FDA website. And when you go to the FDA website, it gives it another name called BioNTech. So BioNTech. And when I looked at the stock exchange, this is the name that they're using, BioNTech. Pfizer is using that now. Yes. So this is, so, so really very interesting. So perhaps I don't know whether perhaps restructuring has happened, yes? Yes, yes, that, that's what I thought. I thought very interesting. So I thought I'd, I'd put that out there. Um, very interesting. So anyway, so I just leave that that with you. I just thought um, that that was uh, very- Asset depletion, perhaps? Well, that's what I, uh, that's what I thought. Yeah. And maybe some legal liability. I don't know what's going on there. Maybe some, I don't know. I don't know. All I think they're trying things. to, I think they're trying to cut their losses that are in inevitably about to destroy their world. Litigation. Uh, coming. Well, yeah. I think it's going to be a little more than litigation. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. So that, that's all I had, the main items. As I said, we could be here all day. There's so much stuff happening here in New York City, but I just picked you know, some of the key things just to give people, you know, a bit of a flavor right. of what's going on here. Yeah. So I'll, I'll leave it at that. That's uh, news from New York. Well, thank you, Maria. You do an amazing job at, um, I don't know how you do it, but you do it. And like, you know, I know how much time it takes to put these things together and live your life and do your things and you're, you're a trooper. Uh, you've been on your social media, your telegram channel, you're, you're on different, um, you can check out all of Maria's different channels that she has and different ways to reach her online digitally because you got to spread yourself out somewhat just because we all know what happens and how we've ended up here on uh, this this channel. So I just want to thank you and all all thanks be to you sister for all that you do because uh, I'm not as on top of it as you are and I'm just really grateful to have you as a friend. So I just want you to know that you bring a lot to a lot of people and I get a lot of comments. So thank you to all the listeners who bring comments and say wonderful things. And also tell us, you know, what we can improve. And a lot of suggestions are like, you know, can you show us more? And I'm like, well, first of all, Maria's already doing a lot too much. So you're not tuning in if you haven't seen everything she's putting up on the Telegram channel, check it out. I am unable to drive around and take footage. It is just completely impossible, especially now since the um, LA traffic is all back. So, um, all right, so should I start? Yes. <laughs> all right, I'm gonna get blinded in a second here. So I kind of wanted to say, I was taking notes when you were talking about some things <clears throat> and I wanted to go over the supply chain interruptions <clears throat> that we're going to be expecting here. The, uh, so funny, the only, only fans thing. It's so funny. <laughs> I've watched these, these grown men that I know we're not going to go there. We're not going to go there. 
Um, we're going to go to the supply chain and the interruption. So um, I just wanted to note this before I kind of run over what's going on in California. Uh, the <clears throat> supply chain interruptions, I went over it and you heard it here first on Friday night. And you're going to see this next shutdown or this, this lockdown that we're going to see. It's coming. It's coming. No way to avoid it. <laughs> They're giving people a sense of normalcy so they can feel uh, not as it's like you bring somebody up before you let them down. If you've ever had to break up with someone who is mentally unstable, you have to do it in a public place and you have to make them feel good about themselves before you tell them you never want to see them again and you're going to call the police. So I'm just being funny. But, you know, we've all had to deal with these scenarios. It's like if you have a child and you're taking that child to Disneyland and you put them in the car and you're driving from NorCal to SoCal or you're flying from the Midwest to Southern California, you're not going to tell that child when they said, are we there yet? It's going to take six more hours if the child is screaming. You're going to keep the child busy, hopefully, until you get to your destination. We are not at our destination yet, folks. We're not, we're not at our destination uh, 2024, destination 20, destination POTUS. We're not there yet. So they're keeping you busy by all sorts of stuff. Um, they're keeping us busy until this ne next shutdown comes. And <clears throat> excuse me, there's a ton of pollen in the air. It's so bad. And my air is off. <laughs> um, so... Okay. Basically, what the uh, situation is right now, from the truckers that we went over, from the fake uh, fake rain site, a crisis, the, I'm calling it the fake rain crisis instead of the Ukraine crisis, um, the show that's being put on is to delay us. And so is the shill formation that's being allowed to take place on shill social. I'm going to say it. They want a controlled narrative. And this is evidenced by some things that I'm going to go into to, uh, today and tonight on the show. But in the meantime, the real COVID shutdown that's the coming, whatever this variant is, BA2, you know, whatever the next pie letter is, uh, it's going to come in the form of a not the same way it came before. It's not going to be Lion Biden, fake Biden, actor Biden, hologram Biden standing up there and puppeteering a message to the public saying we're shutting down the economy and we're shutting down no it's not going to happen that way it's going to happen through a slow are we there yet are we there yet you're they're keeping the child busy a slow shutdown of the economy you're seeing it with the gas prices we were told two years ago actually 2021 we were told july 24th when potus was at the arizona rally i went over this too it was in a throwback tuesday it was in future proofs past you look at what potus said you come to today you'd connect the dots now you've got a picture when california gas prices hit the ten dollar marker because this is the most expensive state to live in other than manhattan new york city that's why new york city is pointed to and not new york state California everywhere, it's like really expensive unless you live like super far east and you're next to a meth lab, which is really what goes on in the desert, folks. If you're not next to the ocean, it's not easy to live um, in some parts of the state. It's not as easy as it seems. So what you're going to see is the $10 a gas slowing down the economy. 
you're going to see food not deliverable. So the food prices are going to go up. I went over this, so go back and listen to it so I don't have to go over it again uh, today because we're almost at an hour and a half here. So I'm going to try to be quick and run this down for you guys. Um, the supply chain interruption is going to interrupt our life. And that's the way they're going to get people to stay at home because people are going to need to stay at home for multiple reasons. Number one, they don't want people going out when there's military operations that are going to become more prevalent. Number two, who knows what kind of shedding protein, what kind of problems these people are. These people's skin are starting to fall off. I see it. There's people with skin shedding. It's like disgusting. Not everybody. What else is going to happen? Well, uh, we're going to see possibly uh, some changes that most people aren't ready for. And you want them at home tuned into like we were tuned into when we were at home with the COVID yeah. uh, pandemic, pandemic back in 2020. So in order to contain your population, you've got to contain them before you lead them into something new. And that's what we're seeing. So this, the second shutdown is going to come by the slowdown. So it's going to be a slowdown, the long COVID. I mean, it's just really funny. It's so funny. Um, so basically, how do you stop the economy? Well, you do it by basically making it impossible for people to move around at $10 a gallon. And um, that's coming. It's coming. And that's they're able to pace that however they want. Um, I want to talk about the rent in California because I'm somebody who's affected my business shut down. I lost my job. Now I'm telling the truth. So nobody wants to hire me unless I, you know, do this and is still they're requiring this. And I mean, yeah. they're not supposed to, but they didn't say that the, this went away. They didn't say COVID yeah. went away. They just said, oh, we're just getting rid of the mask. I mean, there's no reason for me to sit here and try to analyze something that doesn't make any sense. So acknowledge it, move on. It doesn't make any sense. It's there to preoccupy the sheep. There's different levels of preoccupation and disinformation and control yeah. narratives going on. True. It's for every single demographic age group mindset, something to control you. I'm not controlled. You're not controlled. We're controlled by almighty father, God, amen, amen. amen and amen. Nothing is going to control you and I. The listeners yeah. out there, you're not being controlled either unless you're allowing it. So if you're tuned into this, tune up, tune yeah. up to him. So uh, I want to mention something about the, uh, well, let's talk about California real quick so we can move on. The gas prices are about seven bucks some places. Um, people are still out and about like nothing's wrong. It's like Christmas shopping. It's unbelievable. They are everywhere. You can't find it. You can dro you can't drop sand. And it, if you dropped a grain of sand, it would not fall on the ground. Yeah. Business same here. Same here. Businesses are open that were closed for a long time. I don't know how they suddenly opened. Um, there's people eating at restaurants everywhere, and now there's no vaccine passport required. Uh, most places, except if for big, large festivals, or some places are still, you know saying yes but it's like uh, and then i called this little place i wanted to go to because they have these like cute little pet chickens and goats and sheep and i wanted <laughs> to go visit them and the last time i called they were like no you can't come visit unless you have a vaccine passport i'm like it's an outdoor petting zoo yeah well like the zoo here remember i wanted to go to oh, the, the same here central park zoo i couldn't go because of that. it's the same but i this is like a little mom and pop place so i i called again and i said are you requiring the passport and the poor girl she says today we're not but you might want to call in the day that you're going to come because we don't know which day we're doing what and we're being driven crazy 
I'm like, does the chicken need me to show it to it? Because I don't have one and I will never have one. But I'm like, who's asking for it? The sheep? The goat? Because it's smarter than these people out there. It's getting ridiculous. Dear God. So anyway, all this has been going on. Um, and in the meantime, I'm somebody who's been affected. I just, you know, I had to file bankruptcy because of this yeah. bullshit, but I don't feel bad because it was not in my friggin' control. Yeah. And you know what? Nothing's really in our control. When you give it up, you realize it ain't in your control. Yeah. yeah so true. here we go. Now they had this rent relief program where if you were a California resident and you qualified as somebody who lost their ass to COVID, which was me. Of course, there's people that are going to lie. Let me go back to that in a second. You applied for this program, which was tedious. My God. And they put me through the ringer. And you got your rent paid for. So the subsidy came from a program for the landlord. And I used to work for the landlord's tenants unit in San Francisco on the landlord side. So I know a lot about landlord tenant law. But um, you were able to be made whole as a result of these crazy times that we're in as a landlord when the uh, person who was unable to meet their rent due to the pandemic and due to the loss of income and so forth uh, they were to apply for this and therefore they couldn't be evicted so there's a lot of laws around this but i'm not going to go into that what needs to be brought to light is that the people like myself we have not recovered from this bullshit and it's not going to happen in six months and it's not going to happen in six weeks and it's not going to happen. It may happen in six years, but it doesn't, you don't shut the world down and then flip the switch like they're doing with the winds on and off to cover up the sounds upstairs. Yes. Uh, you don't switch the world on and off and expect people to go back to normal and you don't expect people to regain their um, ability to, you know, I'm going to, spend the next however long of my life rebuilding and that's fine because i have my health and that's important so what i wanted to say is they're uh bringing this rent thing back to um the tenants who are unable to pay are now protected from eviction until 2023 mm-hmm. and landlords are upset about this because the rent relief program ends at the end of this month which means they think they're not going to get paid for the rent. Yeah, they have to wait, but guess what? We lost our jobs and we're the reason why they have the rent. I've been on both sides where I'm owning property and I'm renting property. So I get it. However, too bad if it's inconvenient, you eventually get your money. Mm -hmm. My landlord just got paid. Even yeah, though yeah. I had no obligation under bankruptcy, I made sure that I was uh, my landlord got paid. Yeah, you did the right thing. You of course. Right. Um, yeah, so right. now what landlords need to do is is buckle up and hold on and hold their horses because there is going to come another program. They just haven't announced it yet. And, um, yeah. you know, they're trying to sue and this. I, I want to say something about it. Why yeah. is it just Los Angeles County doing this? Well, there's a lot of reasons why. Watch California. There's going to be some big changes coming here in Los Angeles County. Mm -hmm. And um, because LA is the most populated part of uh, the state, uh, the city and county of San Francisco is only a few million people and it's seven by seven miles wide. So it's not as big. The Bay Area is not as big and spread out, even though there is a lot of people there now versus when I was growing up in the Bay Area. So as far as the um, situation in LA goes, these people that are being most of the landowners that are being affected, I'm going to say it, are mom and pops, not all, for tenants, and a lot of them 
uh, have cause mafia affiliations. Wow. So that's why mm. I believe part of the reason is to force people uh, that sh are using wrong assets and funneling wrong assets. And there's a lot of money laundering that's going on through that organization, as we know, and that's what's being dealt with in the Ukraine. And a lot of it is coming through Los Angeles, through the three letter agency, through Hollywood, through the media, it's connected to yes. the media. This rent thing is connected to the media. Yes. I guarantee you, I've been yes. looking at it from a different perspectives. Go ahead. Yes. Also, uh, I can't remember, but many months ago on another show, I did table a report that was released about money laundering in the New York City real estate. Mm -hmm. And I was in shock as to the billions of dollars and level of uh, money laundering uh, that was uh, that was happening here. But I have to say, they are not implementing anything like this in New York City, whether it be Manhattan, uh, Brooklyn, Staten Island, there is absolutely uh, no relief whatsoever. Hollywood is in New York. York. Hollywood, is not, Hollywood is not in New York. Yeah, that's yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. Uh, so what I'm trying to say is, in terms of the rent relief, there's nothing like that happening here. Whatsoever. I figured. Yeah, nothing. I looked into it too because we talked yeah. about it last week. So yes, there's yes. something up with this because uh, you know, yeah, the people are complaining that people are abusing it. Well, guess what? Uh, voter fraud. People are abusing voter fraud too. So check that mm. first before you come down on this. But um, just wanted to kind of talk about yes. that for a second. Um, everything else, <clears throat> still, Hollywood is not as active as it used to be. I'm still not seeing any filming going on. I have, I, I used to see people in lines for TV shows waiting to get into studios. Zero of that. They look dead um, still, even though the restaurants and the life has come back from people just being out and, you know, going to their favorite cupcake shop or their coffee shops now because they're all, you know, feeling like there's no more threat and uh, we'll give them a few more weeks before they start, <laughs> before their heels start hitting their arses, right? <laughs> so I want to show something. A, a friend of mine, I, there's two things I want to talk about, and I'm going to close out uh, this segment today of Monday Matters. Yes. And one of them, I'm not very good at screen sharing here, so I want to have to. So a friend of mine asked me about General Flynn today, and General Flynn comes up a lot. Um, and he is the reason why we are in this awakening and we are in uh, this time of truth in our country and we have a digital soldier team online. So God bless General Flynn and his family. Uh, God bless that man every day and God protect him and God give him great wealth, health, abundance and peace because he sacrificed a lot for our country. Amen. And I want to say something before I show this clip as well. Uh, you haven't seen it yet, Marie. It's a very short clip. General Flynn is a counterintelligence specialist, expert, agent, highly intelligent human being. And his job was to infiltrate terrorist cells uh, over in Afghanistan and work to uh, infiltrate uh, the enemies of freedom. That's his job. If you had to put it in one word or one phrase, his job was and is to infiltrate the enemy. So you guys see a lot of uh, comments and you'll see, okay, so you've got this triangle of Linwood, Sidney Powell, and General Flynn and other people, other players around them, but they're all working for the same team. 
Flynn, Flynn, and Sydney, they're all on the white hat team and they're all trying to get this job done. And we've got some time to go. So there's gonna be distractions and there's gonna be disinformation because the enemy's seeing what we're seeing. There's people watching the show today that are not on the wrong, the wrong, uh, the right side and they're on the yes. wrong side. So that's just life. Well, that's just life. Um, Father God is with us. Only God controls us, Maria. So yeah. we've got nothing to worry about. You've got nothing to worry about when you when you stand with Father God. So one of the things that uh, you're going to see is Linwood saying uh, stuff. He's calling out all the bad guys. 99.9% yeah. of them are correct. There's going to be some disinformation in there. The disinformation mm -hmm. is General Flynn because yeah. his job is to infiltrate the enemy. And he has it, he has done a stellar job of this with real bad guys. We're talking terrorists. We're talking cold stone killers. We're talking baby eaters, scum suckers. You think these people that General Flynn is dealing with right now that are digital assets that he's pointing to, that are minions of these people, that are completely not even on his level, stand a chance with this man? Mm -hmm. They don't. Exactly. He has infiltrated the other side. That is his job. And he's not going to tell them and he's not going to tell us. So let him do his thing over there and don't pay attention to all the people that he points to because they are mostly not good is what I've been noticing from the Zelenko. Oh my God. Ukrainian DS. I'm going to say it. I don't care who gets mad at me. It's the truth. Dirty, dirty and sick. Uh, <laughs> I'm saying it right here. You know what? I'm speaking the truth and that's what Jesus Christ told me to do. That's exactly. what Jesus Christ told me to do. And that's all I'm going to do. I'm never going to do anything else at all. I don't care if it offends somebody or if they don't like what I'm saying. My love for the truth far outweighs my fear of offending you. Yes. So where's that little sign, that little sign you have. Oh, and then I have, I have a little sign for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> It used to be on my desk. Yeah. So I, I used to it. have this on my desk. So when people walked in, not because I'm an asshole, because I, it stops them from being an asshole. And if they're going to be an asshole, I'm going to be a bigger asshole. Exactly. I love so, it. So what happens is uh, General Flynn has a bunch of people that he puts out on his telegram. He puts out on his social media, all that stuff. And he uh, plays both good cop and bad cop, of course, but he is successfully nested into the enemy and he knows exactly what he's doing and we just let him do his thing that is not our job okay yep, however be aware be aware that that is his job and walk uh tread lightly upon the information that's being put out because lynn is telling you which ones are bad and it's a lot of them that flynn is putting out it creates confusion for the enemy as well as yourselves but that's okay because disinformation and confusion is necessary in the art of war. I know it's not easy to understand who to follow and follow God. A friend of mine looked up on the cue board the other day, how many times it said, trust yourself 27 times. Yeah. Trust yourself. Seven right. plus two, nine, <laughs> nine, nine. Yeah. So somebody sent me this clip today that I'm going to pull up. Mm -hmm. And it is of General Flynn speaking. And then I'm going to go into what this means. 
real quick mm -hmm. here. So let me find so, it, Maria. Oops, I can't yep, do that. No problem. I, I'm not very good at this, like I said, so. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Hold on. It's going to happen. It's going to happen with God's grace. You can entertain us while I look for this. Yeah. Okay, here it is. I found it. Okay, good stuff. And uh, hold on. I think on the rent situation, you're absolutely right, Adelara. When I'm seeing these ridiculous rents, it's almost like they're trying to force people out of the city. Well, it does seem like that, doesn't it? Yeah. However, what they don't realize is the majority of the people, unlike myself, uh, that live in these buildings uh, earn so much money at Delara that even if you increase the rent by $5,000 a month, they'd still be able to afford it. Oh, I know. still stay. Right. And that's going to happen, but uh, they're going to have to suffer the consequences of what comes because the military yeah. is going to close in on the cities. The cities yes. are going to be a cesspool. Yes. All right. So here I figured out how okay. to do this. So right. We're going to watch this. This okay. is what General Flynn said. And okay. here we go. And I'll comment on it afterwards. All right. Thank you. All right, here we go. One like Vladimir Putin has now upset this, this balance of the new world order that they were trying to achieve by, by going into Ukraine. And, you know, and I'm, I'm probably the last person that's going to be a, a Putin apologist. I, I, I won't be, but I, but I, what I do understand yeah, are the dynamics that are playing out in Ukraine right now. And uh, I sent you something earlier, Clay, and, and uh, we don't need to go into the details of it, but all of what we are seeing play out in Europe right now is an upsetting of the balance of the world order as they want it, as people like Dr. Harari, as people like Klaus Schwab and others. Bill Gates is another one. So we have to understand that these are people that are very smart. They're very well resourced. Yep. And they have a and they have a very sort of strategic idea of how they want to see the world develop, and and God, and uh, and the and uh, and, a, and a soul are not part of that uh, strategy. Hmm. Interesting choice of words, isn't it? Isn't it? Very interesting choice. What do you think? Um. Well, I think he's telling us what's really happening and it's not a war and it's a clean out happening. And basically it's to save humanity and our souls and us really. Yep. He, he's just summarized it really beautifully. So, yeah. um, so if people think that this war is real, it really, it's about cleaning out, cleaning out the shit. Yep. You said the it. New world order. Yeah. That's Simple. exactly what it is. He said it right there. And, Ooh, I have the volume turned up too much. So yeah, yeah that's, that's what that's what Flynn is telling us. Um, we have friends in the Ukraine, uh, both of us, you and I. Yes. Uh, what they're telling you is not happening or going on. They're showing you people that are dressed for winter, for example, in the Ukraine. It's so hot and humid right now. Yes. <laughs> they're, lying about, they're lying about everything. Uh, yes. There was a movie poster that they used the other day that George Pittman sent me. Uh, oh yeah, that was a good one. Uh, from, <laughs> With the from World Truth War Social. Hi, George. I, I know you're on it before I am. They're not going <laughs> to let me or Maria on there. They don't like us too much. <laughs> no, uh, we've got people following us, but we can't get on there. 
for them to follow anything. I know. What the hell? What kind of truth is that? I mean, all these people following me. And all I'm, these I'm people not even following on me on True anything. Social. I'm not even on it. Escape yeah. from Kiev. Escape from Kiev. They show on the news. But below, it's deep movie Deep Impact. It was a scene from Deep Impact. So these things are up in the Telegram channel. You can go there and look at it. And I want you guys to know that I'm talking to people that are there. Uh, some of them are active military. And they're telling me as much as they can. And I'm not asking questions I shouldn't to get anybody in trouble. But I know what's going on. <laughs> and uh, there is no, what you're watching is, as John D'Souza described too, he said, you know, the deep state's last ditch effort is trying to create this fake war using their fake news. And until the White Hats take over the MSM, which doesn't behoove them to do it right now because they still need to keep this controlled narrative going on. And uh, they are faking this war and faking this uh, anti-Putin thing because really Putin and POTUS are working together. The deep state hates Putin. Uh, Putin's a Christian as well. And this Luciferian order and rebellion and dark Khazarian shit show and reptilian infestation that's over there by the Ukraine mm -hmm. near China, China's next, yeah, is going uh, into, they're going into our military is there, but we have help other than our military because this is an intergalactic situation. You can't explain this to people because they don't even understand why they shouldn't do this. Okay, you're dealing with people's knowledge and their cup is so small, God bless them bless their heart for they know not what they do they can't handle the information so you give them what they can handle so they exactly. can keep going sorry about this uh, blinding glaring oh no that's fine i had it before yeah oh. it's fine. so maria i wanted i was watching i i urge all of you to go to my blog delarasengill.blog and type in the century of the self because i have good working links i did my homework and put in links so you guys can yeah. don't have to go it on youtube and waste half an hour to try to figure out which one works go to my blog delaraessengill.blog and type in century of the self so you can understand how cia mind control propaganda bbc documentary from like the early 2000s excellent documentary i've seen it like almost 20 times i swear but I'm going to play a clip as to how the U.S. government hired Edward Bernays, mm -hmm. Freud's nephew, who was a yes. propaganda specialist, but he called it public relations because that term propaganda wasn't as popular after Adolf Hitler used it to, you know, execute his plans. Yes. Um, the word propaganda instead using public relations or advertising mm -hmm. was used to uh, help United Fruit Company get their business back when they actually were just trying to, you know, be, stay cabaled and control their country. You're gonna, you guys are going to see this right now. What our government did was hire Bernays, a propagandaist, to help create a fake war so that a business could prosper. You guys ready for this? Yeah. Here we go. I'm ready. Here we go. Okay, here we go. I might stop it and comment so that we're we're within the okay limits of sharing. So okay. here we go. And it's right here. Can you see this, Maria? Yes, I can. Yes, wonderful. Okay.
Politicians were about to turn to Anna Freud's cousin, Edward Bernays, for help in a time of crisis. He was going to manipulate the inner feelings and fears of the masses to help America's politicians fight the Cold War. I don't mean to say, and no one can say to you, that there are no dangers. Of course there are risks if we are not vigilant. But we do not have to be hysterical. In 1953, the Soviet Union exploded its first hydrogen bomb, and the fear of nuclear war and communism gripped the United States. Those in power became concerned about how to reassure the population. Committees were set up and public information films made, appealing for calm in the face of new threats, like nuclear fallout. It's the fallacy of devoting 85% of one's worrying capacity to an agent that constitutes only about 15% of an atomic bomb's destroying potential. At this point, Edward Bernays was living in New York. In the 1920s, he had invented the profession of public relations and was now one of the most powerful PR men in America. He worked for most of the major corporations and advised politicians, including President Eisenhower. Like his uncle Sigmund, Bernays was convinced that human beings were driven by irrational forces. The only way to deal with the public was to connect with their unconscious desires and fears. I'm going to stop it right here so we can talk about it just a little bit so far. Yes, yes. Well, that makes sense, doesn't it? <laughs> but you guys are seeing what they are already starting to do. Yeah. And I hope this is bells and whistles are going off for everybody. Yeah. And if you can just go to the blog and or just go to YouTube, The Century of the Self, and watch this thing. It's, it's uh, four hours long, but it is... You can't stop watching it. I put it on last night and I started yeah. watching it again. I told Marie, I've seen this 17 times. All right, let's keep watching it. Here we go. Yes. It's not, it's gonna be like another three minutes, but we're gonna stop it and talk about it and keep going. Yes. Bernays argued that instead of trying to reduce people's fear of communism, one should actually encourage and manipulate the fear. But in such a way as it became a weapon in the Cold War. Rational argument was fruitless. What my father understood about groups is that they are manipulable, they're malleable, and that, that you can tap into their deepest desires or their deepest fears and use that to your own purposes. I don't think he felt that all those publics out there had reliable judgment, that they very easily might vote for the wrong man or want the wrong thing so that they had to be guided from above. One of Bernays' main clients was the giant United Fruit Company. Here we go. They own vast banana plantations in Guatemala in Central America. Guatemala. For decades, United Fruit had controlled the country through pliable dictators. It was known as a banana republic. But in 1950, a young officer, Colonel Arbenz, was elected president. He promised to remove United Fruit's control over the country. And in 1953, he announced the government would take over much of their land. It was a massively popular move, but a disaster for United Fruit. And they turned to Bernays to help get rid of our Benz. United Fruit brings in Bernays, and he basically understood that what United Fruit Company had to do was change this from being a popularly elected government that was doing some things that were good for the people there into this being very close to the American shore, a threat to American democracy, that it being 
at a time in the Cold War when Americans responded to issues of the Red Scare and what communism might do, he was trying to transform this and brilliantly did transform it into an issue of a communist threat very close to our shores, taking United Fruit again as a commercial client out of the picture and making it look like a question of American democracy, American values being threatened. I hope people are understanding that they, a private company that sells fruit in Guatemala because they were threatened hired a propagandist, Bernays, to create a fake communist threat, a fake war. Okay, keep going, we'll keep going. In reality, Arbenz was a democratic socialist with no links to Moscow. But Bernays set out to turn him into a communist threat to America. He organized a trip to Guatemala for influential American journalists. Few of them knew anything about the country or its politics. Bernays arranged for them to be entertained and to meet selected Guatemalan politicians who told them that Arbenz was a communist controlled by Moscow. During the trip, there was also a violent anti-American demonstration in the capital. Many of those who worked for United Fruit were convinced it had been organized by Bernays himself. He also created a fake independent news agency in America called the Middle American Information Bureau. A fake independent news agency in America. It bombarded the American media with press releases saying that Moscow was planning to use Guatemala as a beachhead to attack America. All of this had the desired effect. The Jacob R. Benz regime became increasingly communistic after its inauguration in 1951. Communists in the Congress and high governmental positions controlled major committees, labor and farm groups, and propaganda facilities. They agitated and led in demonstrations against neighboring countries and the United States. What was profoundly new in terms of what Bernays did is he took this menace to our backyard in Guatemala for the first time we saw Reds a couple hundred miles from uh, New Orleans who Eddie Bernays had us believing were a true threat to us, that it was going to be a Soviet outpost in our backyards. But what Bernays was doing was not just trying to blacken the Arbenz regime. He was part of a secret plot. President Eisenhower had agreed that America should topple the Arbenz government, but secretly. The CIA were instructed to organize a coup Working with were. the United Fruit Company, the CIA trained and armed a rebel army and found a new leader for the country called Colonel Armas. The CIA agent in charge was Howard Hunt, later one of the Watergate burglars. What we wanted to do was have a terror campaign uh, to terrify our bench particularly, terrify his, his troops, much as the German Stuka bombers terrified the population of, of uh, Holland, uh, Belgium, and, uh, and Poland at the onset of World War II and just rendered everybody paralyzed. As planes flown by CIA pilots dropped bombs on Guatemala City, Edward Bernays carried on his propaganda campaign in the American press. He was preparing the American population to see this as the liberation of Guatemala by freedom fighters for democracy. He totally understood that the coup would happen when the public and the press, when conditions in the public and the press allowed for a coup to happen and he created those conditions. He was totally 
savvy in terms of just what he was helping create there in terms of this overthrow. But ultimately, he was reshaping reality, uh, reshaping public opinion in a way that's undemocratic and manipulative. On June the 27th, 1954, Colonel Arbenz fled the country, and Armas arrived as the new leader. I think we've seen enough. Unbelievable, yeah. I, I've not seen that uh, documentary. And, uh, and do you notice that New York always pops up in the equation, and particularly New York Times? It's like the most corrupt uh, newspaper um, in history. Yeah, so very interesting. Much Same players. Yep. Much has in place. So it's exactly history repeating itself right now. They're doing exactly yeah. what they did back then. And look, they, they went as far as to dropping bombs on people in Guatemala to make us think so they could, oh, I never finished playing it, so they could sell more bananas. And they show, yeah. they show the banana commercials that got made after this. And I was like just mind blown watching this yesterday because Nobody explains it to you like this. You know it's going on. It's not like I'm doubting any of it. But when you see the historical debauchery and then you, oh, the CIA, oh, of course it's the CIA. Of course it's the clowns in America. And guess what? They went into uh, Bernays and Freud and the family tree and somehow mm -hmm. it trickled down to Alex Jones somewhere. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. I don't know how that how that goes or what the exact thing is. And I'm not saying it's a direct bloodline, but there's some relation going on there, guys. And it's not pretty because that's who was now under control of our favorite general. That's who was in charge of all these digital assets online. So that's how tangible this makes it for you. Not just this Bernays character who's now gone who's controlling and affecting your mind because that's who affected the programming into Hollywood. Please watch the rest of the century of the self. It's, it's stellar, but it's also the people that are online that you're clicking on their posts and liking. They're a trickle down bottom feeder effect of what you just saw, which is the most sinister devilish demonic thing that you could ever do is fake and Make a war by killing people to make other people think that they're going to kill you. That's as dirty as it gets. Even the yeah. ghetto doesn't play that dirty. Yeah. Even the gangs have rules that they go by. This shit is like on another yeah. mind-blowing level. And Delara, you know what this has just reminded me? I remember a time when I was in Australia. Yeah. And I used to be very involved with the whole sort of federal budget there in terms of reporting and, and, and so on. And I remember when we had this uh, pedophile by the name of Paul Keating as prime minister, mm. and he kept throwing over the air, Australia is going to become a banana republic. And, I, and he was threatening. And, I, and I'm going, there's something about what he's saying that doesn't sound good to me, that's just something terrible is is going to happen and uh, and then he was labeling australia a banana republic and now i'm looking at this and i'm thinking you know maybe there was some plans like that going on something and well some were... kind of reference alluding to this i guarantee you that's not a yes. coincidence yes that's yes historical reference that he was he was and he you know look at what you just said the man's a pedophile 
Don't you think yes. all, these, all these men that we are looking at on this thing, not all of them, but don't you think a lot of these people were in that group and that network and that brotherhood, whether they did the dirty or not, guilty by association. Watch out who you hang out with. Exactly, exactly. So very interesting. What happened and to that guy? Is he in jail? Um, I don't know what's going on, but he has been named being involved in all this uh, pedophilia. And, sure, he was on Epstein's flight logs. You know, correct me if I'm wrong. I don't even know. I think he may have passed away. I, I could be mis mistaken and he's no longer with us. I'd have to look it up. What's his name? So, uh, uh, Paul Keating. Yo, he's still alive. Oh, sorry. Do I have his name right, Paul Keating? Oh, my God. I'm going to have to look it up. I can see his face, but, you know, I've been out of politics. So, yeah, he's, uh, he's not dead yet. He's, uh, Jan he was, uh, he's 78 years old. Oh, no, I do have the right person. Yes, him. Okay, yeah. so, he's, so he's still alive. Sorry. Okay, I beg your pardon. I stand to be uh, corrected. Yeah, him, him. He was the one that kept calling Banana Republic. And this is round about when the budget was going to be released and we were talking about capital gains tax. And I'm like, oh, my goodness me, what's going on? What's this all about? In, in real panic. Okay, okay, I do apologize. I don't know why I thought he was. M oh. Maybe he's in Gitmo and he's been, <laughs> you know, and this is yeah, like, a lot of them, not the, a lot the, of the, the real thing. And maybe that's why they're telling me he's dead. Yeah, maybe you're up above. It. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Well, a millstone yeah, around just... a millstone around the neck and the dick for all these assholes, well, and whatever what the else. Bible says, there's it? women yeah. too. So uh, yeah, for all all the uh, millstone around the neck and let them sink to the bottom where they can't get up. Yeah. Amen. So thank you for that. I, I and uh, guys, please share this video because this uh, is really quite remarkable footage, and you know we need we need to get it out there because it's. You know, I've been attacked on Facebook because I, because of our video saying that this is not all real and it's a show. Oh, and I had people thing. attacking me saying, oh, you're lying. Uh, we're hearing from family that there's bombs. Yes, of course. No. They, yeah, but there may be, you know, the Ukrainians killing some people. Oh, well, there might be some of that going on. Well, well it's everywhere. Exactly. Exactly. I'm not saying that that's not happening. No, of course. But what they're saying between Russia and Ukraine happening is not happening. Right. That's right. not happening. Right. And yeah. Putin, the whole Putin lie, it's a big lie. Um, exactly. So uh, I've stepped back and I thought, I'm not even going to engage. I'm not even going to say anything. Let them believe what they want to believe. Yeah. What was so funny is yesterday I was on Twitter for a millisecond because uh, it's kind of like a, a, an estranged relationship, Twitter and I. It's kind of like visiting my ex that I don't want to visit, but it's just your <laughs> You kind of look at it and you're like, yeah, I kind of know you. I actually know you really well. That's why I don't want to go back there. But um, <laughs> I still have a little account. I still have a little account. Twitter used to just like suck up my time all the time. But um, I went over there to look at something and I saw on the right side, uh, it said, how to tell when the news is correct. So it was almost like a uh, Snopes on steroids. Oh, they were yeah. telling the purple green hairs how to determine the truth and how there was a lot of lies about the ukraine and it's like they're so dumb did you see that meme of the and the girls that are uh, how you can dance yeah. for the ukraine did you see that TikTok thing going around there's all no, these dumb girls they're like they have absolutely no brain matter and they're wearing the worst mom jeans that you've ever seen yeah. 
yeah. and and they're they're like you can dance for the ukraine and it's like this rock is smarter than these people yeah i agree rock. at least that has life in it yeah yeah um so anyway i believe that a lot of people are just going to believe what they're going to believe no matter what um, and that there is no way that you're going to change somebody's uh, reality unless they want to change it themselves. So this is a personal journey right. and um, it's a century, you know, the century of the self. It says it all. It's all about the self, the ego. They built up this ego and people's egos aren't going away, but people will be going away if they cling on to it and they will, yeah. they will. So yeah. What we have to do is be prepared uh, this, you know, go back and visit. I want to just take this brief moment to thank the audience for listening to this uh, podcast today, this vlogcast, but also to go back and listen to uh, two series that are on here. One of them is called the next revolution will not be televised. And the next one is called uh, the LA non-confidential precedes it. So start off with LA non-confidential featuring retired Sergeant uh, Mike Fanning. And then he continues uh, to talk about his work as a contractor over overseas in the next revolution will not be televised. And these are also located on the blog, but it's really essential that you listen to this because it's talking about how communism and Marxism, which POTUS addressed during, well, the fake POTUS, the rally uh, on uh, South Carolina, he talked about Marxism and communism. He actually said those words during the rally because that's what this is really about. And, um, Mike Fanning goes through a in-person, uncontrolled accounting and narrative of what he saw as a young police officer and later sergeant, and then later he, you know, his law enforcement career continued. But with his own eyes, he explains in shocking revelation and truth that the public has never heard before. I hadn't heard all of it before. Um, I was just sitting there going, oh my God, I can't believe I'm hearing this. Um, please go listen to that series because it brings you up to the century of the self and how it relates to what's going on in the Ukraine. Um, he talks about what Hillary Clinton really is. Um, he, she's, I, I don't want to misquote this, but a Ukrainian Jewish background. So go back and listen to it, because this is a lot deeper than you guys think and know. And I think and know, because I'm doing research and I don't know anything is how I approach every day. Because if I think I know everything, I'm dead. So, um, well, as Socrates said, all I know for sure is that I know nothing. My, my was one of the wisest men around well, in ancient Greece. Yeah, the ego was in check. The ego, yeah, well, he was, yeah, a lot of ancient Greeks' egos were in check, otherwise, they wouldn't have been so in tune with God and received so much wisdom if they had egos. Yeah, right, right. The good ones, the amazing, yes, the good ones to look up to. All right, Maria, let's wrap it up. We've Hopefully we'll upload. We went, okay, so if I go over an hour, folks, it takes like hours to upload, but I'm, it's just <laughs> me and Maria, they get mad at us. Cause I've been uploading things from like Paul, John, I've been uploading other stuff and it's just been going whoop right up. Um, <laughs> so we'll see how long this takes. Cause it's a uh, 3.50 PM here in California. So it must be what, 7.50, almost eight o'clock over there. 6.50, he's almost seven o'clock. Almost yeah, seven o'clock. Well, thank you, Maria. Thank you. Thank you to everybody that watches and supports us. We love you and appreciate you. We do. We do love you guys. God bless you guys. And we'll see you next week. Bye-bye.